Welcome to Sustainable Development for the Soul. I am your host, Craig Polhamus. It is now Christmas Eve. Congratulations. We have made it through Advent tomorrow. This is the last of 17 weekday episodes this Advent where we linked Bible passages for the day with a sustainable development goal, goals that 193 countries have adopted to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure prosperity for all as part of a new sustainable development agenda to be achieved by 2030. Today's Bible quotation is from Psalms 89 verse 2. The mercies of the Lord I will sing forever. I will sue forth thy truth with my mouth to generation and generation. This same passage in the New International Version is like this. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. Let's reflect for a moment on this. This is also known as the Covenant Psalm, which according to the Jewish arrangement, closes the third book of Psalms. It is the utterance of a believer in presence of a great national disaster, pleading with God, urging the grand argument of covenant engagements, and expecting deliverance and help because of the faithfulness of Jehovah. With my mouth I will make known thy faithfulness to all generations. I think this would mean that utterances of the present, things that we say today, will instruct future generations. Now, it's also known that the health and wellness of the entire person was central to the message and ministry of Jesus. It continued through the early church and is still central today. This message remains unchanged. God loves us and cares about our spirit, soul, and body. He desires that we love others as we love ourselves. This includes caring for ourselves and our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. So it's fitting that today we are talking about sustainable development goal number three, good health and well-being. To ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. Now, those who have been opposed to this goal assume the following translation, that it simply means mass vaccinations and Codex Elementaris. Now, the Codex Elementaris has been the subject of many conspiracy theories. Some accuse it of being an agenda for population control, uh, an anti-supplement Big Brother initiative, trying to implement eugenics or a process for new world government. I don't think anything can be further from the truth when you actually do the research and find more about this. I will put the link to the codex in the notes, but know that it is a UN initiative that covers all foods, whether processed, semi-processed, or raw, that sets up standards for specific foods to make sure that it has correct food labeling, food hygiene, food additives, and pesticides are limited and controlled, and that procedures for determining the safety of foods 
are used using modern biotechnology. It also provides guidelines for the management of official import and export inspections and certification systems for foods. Other myths concerning this goal is to simply enjoy today because you may die tomorrow, that bad habits will catch up to you, and it's simply not society's problem to um, do anything about it. And also, in many religious communities, are they believe sickness is somehow God's disfavor. Again, a punishment of sorts. Also, that does not simply affect the third world. For example, more than 2 million Americans are now hooked on some kind of opioid. Drug overdoses from heroin and fentanyl in particular have claimed more American lives last year than were lost in the entire Vietnam War. Think about that. Overdose deaths are higher than in the peak year of the AIDS crisis and far higher than fatalities from even car crashes. Americans consume 99% of the world's hydrocodone and 81% of its oxycodone. We use an estimated 30 times more opioids than is medically necessary for a population our size. So what can be some of our prayerful action items? I would consider, let's look at Romans chapter 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So what can be our call to action? There's so much that can be done. Consider this. In 2015, 303,000 mothers died from complications in pregnancy or childbirth. Now, I sit on the steering committee for a group that is focused on this very issue, and I think we have discovered what works. Now, for 25 years, we have brought health and education to our part of Nicaragua, working with individuals to provide one-on-one help for pregnant women and guide them towards a safe birthing experience. As a sign that this is what works, we have been blessed with not having lost a single mother through complications due to childbirth since the beginning of our efforts. Over 400 babies were born so far this year in our area. I am currently putting together a PowerPoint presentation for Jerry Hall, who I spoke with and are working with, and she just got back from a week-long visit to the community. Other things you can do is focus on your own health and those around you. Consider your diet and exercise. Are you living a healthy lifestyle? Make small improvements. Walk a little more. Eat more fruit and vegetables. Eat fewer unhealthy treats. 
lose weight, take up a new sport. And to keep this short, my closing blessing is that I pray that you may enjoy good health, that God be merciful to you and provide you with blessings. Lord, help us show love for others as you have shown love for us. Help us bring the peace and blessings of good health to others so that they will be filled with blessings of happiness and prosperity. On this Christmas Eve, may we know health, healing, and hope. Amen. Wishing you all a healthy and green Christmas.